goodness. Okay. Don't I don't know. Okay. What do you want to talk about? <coughs> what are we talking about? Well, this is good old Rocky Pod, yeah. so that's right. We're back. We're talking about Vols at Kentucky. Tennessee. I think it was a lot of fun. Gets big. Thank you. We. Who who was closest with their scores? Let's get that out of the way. I actually didn't write them down. Or I did write them down, but I didn't save the file, so I never went back and watched. Or, or I did listen. I but feel I didn't like write my suspicions again, so. that it was going to be kind of close were were justified. Yeah. Justified. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like How it wasn't the blowout that? that I was expecting, but. I will honestly say that I never got nervous once. Like, <laughs> even even when they had the ball at the last drive, I was just like, they're not going to score. They're not going to do this. I mean, they're Kentucky. and they're That gonna sounds like win. nervousness to me. <laughs> no, I mean. I disagree. That fourth and 24, the no, thing I was like, oh. You don't. When they get When they converted the fourth and 24, I was like, well, this is going to be funny when they just, like, go a stupid four and out right here. Like, I just, at no point that I think they were winning. Well, that gave us uh, one of, uh, that drive gave us one of Caleb's favorite college football moments of all time, it seems, with the announcer just going, <laughs> oh, rambling about, well, I don't know what they do. It oh, was they... incredible. Yeah, that, that was pretty great. Or does, does anybody have the uh, the, the written, <laughs> the, 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 the actual dialogue written out? Uh, somebody... Hang on, I'll pull it up. You guys talk about Kentucky, okay? I got it here. Okay, you, yeah. Okay, may I read this verbatim for yes. those not pay attention? Well, give credit. Who was the announcer again? Uh, Kirk uh, Morrison or yeah, Morrison. Kirk, Kirk Morrison. Ferentz, Ferentz. That's who. Yes, was. Kirk Ferentz. You're Kirk. number twenty-two, Iowa Hawkeyes. Okay, wow. Just kind of going through in my head right now. Two timeouts, fourth and ten. Offensively, you're playing for the tie or playing for a win. Do you want to put your quarterback in a situation of trying to force the ball to get ten yards, or do you just get enough yards to make a comfortable field goal? <laughs> I think this in this situation, you don't want to leave any time left for Tennessee if you do tie it up. That's another thing if you have to worry about, too. Whew! It's a tough one. Beth Mowens, a pro's pro, trying her best to cover for her guy. She said, well, you need a play for 11 yards, right? <laughs> it's fourth and ten. <coughs> right, but it's a tough one because do you think they should kick it? No, 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 no. I think they should get 11 yards, but I don't know how they're going to get 11 yards on a fourth and ten. <laughs> Because you're half thinking about giving the ball all the way back to Tennessee with time on the clock. So this is an important fourth down. This is a tough one. I'm trying to figure it out. And he never did. He just <laughs> tried so hard. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Um, it, like, we should have yeah. in the first part of the game where he spent three minutes before the commercial break and about four minutes after the commercial break talking about how Javante Payton's knee was down on a three-yard three gain. Shouldn't have gotten it. Shouldn't have gotten it. Acted like he discovered the Zapruder film. Yeah. Well, anyways, Falls beat right. Kentucky in Lexington. Uh, what was it, 45-42? Yes, yes. Yep, Okay. Well, what what do we think? Scored on the first offensive play, right? Time of possession, time of possession, time of possession, time of possession. Hey, that's my talking point. Can't, no, that can't was have it. Beth's talking point. Oh. Right, it's beaten to death. You know, you know how many plays we ran against Kentucky? 99. 45. No, Kentucky ran 99. We ran 47. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's insane to think about, like, 45 points and 47 plays like the most one of the craziest things i heard was like before our last drive we only had nine minutes of possession and had scored 45 points <laughs> and like just, we, it, it would have been more if uh jalen Hyatt wouldn't have stepped out of bounds when he scored a touchdown 
Because we had a turnover right after that, right after he got stepped out of bounds. I'm still not sure he did. I think he did. Is that not a reviewable play? I don't know the rules. It should have been reviewed, I think. I I have no faith in review anymore. I don't think it, it works anymore. Okay. I mean, it seems like camera quality is terrible on them anymore. Like, I, I just don't understand the point. Like, for every situation that needs to be reviewed, there's never a camera angle that, you know, shows it the way it should be shown. And uh, we got to never need to get. Yeah, we need to get body cams. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't remember having the this problem on the uniform. Pilot sports. Well, uh, the one thing that I've noticed is like in the NFL games, when they do a review, like they can like supersonic zoom on like the toe going on inbounds, out of bounds play. Like from no matter what the play is, the NFL cameras have it covered. And ESPN should have the same amount of money that CBS does, I think. Yeah, but the NCAA, you know, just a bunch of poor college kids trying to regulate sports. I mean, they don't have the resources to provide for this. Right. And I mean, ESPN, since they got bought by Disney, has been nothing but a cost-cutting company. Terrible decline. <laughs> Sponsor our podcast, please. Yeah, All don't right. decline. <laughs> Gosh, no. Not doing that. Um. What do we think about the defensive effort? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is there to say? But they got better. I'll say that they got better as the game went on. Kyle, I think you were you were one of the big uh, Kentucky's terrible on offense. Yes. Your thoughts after giving up 600 yards and 99 plays? Uh, they're terrible on offense. Uh, I mean, they lost. Um. But yeah, I just think that we—that was the defense that I think we were all expecting the entire year on uh, Tennessee side—is we we're all going to be like, oh well, you know, it's going to be a shootout, and you know, as long as Tennessee makes one or two stops a game, then we should, you know, be in it. That's like our goal is to stop the other team once or twice, and I think that was the Kentucky was the first time we actually saw that come to life. I agree with that. No, I think they. I think the defensive has he's outperformed all the way up to that was the one that was the defense that we all kind of expected. What's happened? That's a good point. That is a good point. I think it happened. I gave credit to Kentucky. They didn't really. They didn't play their normal offensive scheme against us. They kind of were throwing it around the yard and letting their quarterback run around more than they've done all year. So they knew our weaknesses and they. Tried to exploit them, and they did. I've watched about a quarter of Kentucky play throughout the season. Where is this not what they do? Just pound it and then air it out. You know, they, I thought they had the Rams offense. Now, I don't. I think they aired it out a little bit more against us than they typically do. Don't know if I could have taken another third and seventeen to that Ali guy right in the middle of the hash. One more time, it would have broke me in half. Didn't they, at one point, didn't, I think, like, late third quarter, early fourth quarter, uh, who's their, like, star wide receiver, like... Mondale uh, Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. Didn't he, like, hit, like, a career, like, target? Yes. He had, like, 19 targets or something insane? Something like that. That's one every five plays, so good for him. Mm-hmm. We were watching a game they had earlier this season, and they showed his mom, and she was just so happy because he like scored a touchdown or something. Like, good on you, buddy. Um, oh, wait, so one thing, one I'll say this real quick: the the play at the the drive at the end of the first half became really, really massive when oh. like we 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 went what uh, thirty yards in sixteen seconds to kick a field goal, and that ended up winning the game. It didn't dawn on me that it was Cedric Tillman each time. I didn't realize that until I watched the replay. I was just, my heart was beating out of my chest. It was, that was so beautiful. I mean, I, that was perfection. That was the NCAA 14 video game offense. (laughs) 
It was a lot of fun. We stole one. That's definitely what we got here on Rocky Top. So I'm excited to see it. Uh, we're up to 21st in total offense now. Um, what, yard, what, what, what was our yards per play? Like 9.8 or something? Or It was around 9 yards against Kentucky, right? Hey, our stats guy. I have no idea. Okay. And that seems kind of low given how many like 70-yard plays we had. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to look everything up. Well, how many but, yards? Yeah, how many yards do we have? It's, what's the math? Um, you know who leads the you know who leads the nation in uh, yards per play? Well, that would be the Tennessee Volunteers. No. Be Caleb's guy. Who's Caleb's guy? Who is my guy? Clears. Yes. No, it's not even close. Like we have... we like the SEC. Who cares about the SEC, okay? Yeah, Tulsa, screw that. Carolina, 8.07 yards per play. The next closest, Ohio State, 7.92. Georgia's, uh, uh, like, I can't count that far. Uh, 6.89. So, and we are 6.53 on the year. So. What was that tweet you posted earlier? That's not what Barrett Salee said. Yeah. Okay. In SEC only games is what I said, guys. Well, still... Yeah, guys, we had 400 yards of offense, 9.8 yards per play. So whatever, whatever. We just go with a better number, whichever one gives a better number. <laughs> what What was that one like uh, when we have the? It was a couple years ago when they do those different rankings, and we just use whichever one we're ranked higher in. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's yeah. the way. Yeah, let's let's talk about that for a second. Kind of venture into our um, next opponent here, but I was gonna bring up one other thing, but I just forgot. the face so, mask. Face mask. Oh no! Speaking of polls, Tennessee moving up in the uh, coaches' poll. We received two votes this week, one less than Clemson. No. Oh. So yeah, 113 less I than Arkansas, though. So still a way to go. I don't know what Arkansas even is. I don't know if they're good, if they're bad, or what. Yeah, I don't know. I think they benefited from that Texas win a little too much compared to where they, what they should have, but that's just me. Texas. Eh. Did and... you see the video of the uh, Texas defensive line coach going crazy on the bus after the game? Oh, oh, makes me wish both. Three years ago, that was insane. Like, oh man, that was that, that's the you, passion you want. Were you offended? Did you find it passionate, or did you find it offensive? I found it passionate and real. Yes. I mean, players. You know, I, I don't know if they say it all the time, but they should say it all the time. They want you know, coach that's going to be real with them. <laughs> hey, some of y'all need to leave. Doesn't get realer than that. Yeah, to uh, uh, PG down or G down the uh, rant there. So I hope they boot whoever recorded that. All right. Speaking of polls and who goes with what poll, let's talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, wait, are we done with Kentucky? Are we? It was. Who cares? It's Kentucky. We've won what thirty-four of the last thirty-seven. It's a new pair. Like yeah, let's discuss. keep going. Let's make fun of Kentucky. Ha ha, yeah, you I mean, 6 and 0. Thank you. How devastating must they be right now? That was, <laughs> I, I just get so much joy when I think about that. What if a basketball season starting? <laughs> they wasted so much money on football season this year. Can they afford to go to basketball games? Oh, no. Man. Oh, Atlanta. <laughs> I can't go down there. My dad went to the Tennessee game. I'm trying to see who they got left. So they play Vanderbilt, New Mexico State, and Louisville. That's weird. Yeah, man, we knocked them out of the playoff or New Year's New Year's Six. I mean, we play. can well, we can finish second in the East, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we were. Well, I mean, yeah. we're pretty much. They had themselves convinced that they were going to the Sugar Bowl. Florida's two and five. 
And they've got a game against FSU. Who else they play? I think Kentucky's going to actually beat us in the East because we're assuming we yeah. lose Georgia. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, good. that's why we keep you around, Caleb, to fact-check the fact-checkers. All right, what else about Kentucky? Kyle, you haven't said anything mean about them. I mean, it's kind of like kicking a kid wise down, you know, like they suck. They've always sucked and they're going to continue to suck. I mean, they probably won't win another game for another 30 years against us. Oh, I mean, wow. It's just, they're, I mean, they're garbage. I mean, oh, <laughs> what a rant. I'm just saying they just, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, it's, they're just bad. Yeah. Are they bad? Yes, they're bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe in a year or two, if they can get some players that fit their offensive, like, change, maybe. But, you know, they've been. Can they beat Florida? I mean, they did this year. Yes. Everybody else except for us did. Is it just bad timing on our part? Yes. Early season crap. Yeah, I mean, first road game, first really big test against SEC athletes. I mean, if that game was now, yeah, I'd say we'd definitely destroy them. Much like South Carolina. Oh, boy. Boy, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of those games I didn't keep up with the score. I was like, oh, I wonder who won that game. And I looked at it, and I was like, no. You didn't keep up with the score? No, I don't care about other teams. Okay. Do I need permission to do that or what? Permission? No, you need to like you. You, know you I don't, don't care about care other teams. About, you 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 will find out on Monday morning if Florida got the hell beat out well, of I them. Found out Saturday night. Okay. <laughs> it is kind of it is kind of annoying that I feel like we're going on some years now that we figured we figure out our team after we lose to Florida and then Florida crumbles after they beat us. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like, it's happened like that probably five or six times that I can remember this. Like, man, if the game was like in late October or mid November, it's almost a guaranteed win for us. If it wasn't at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's a good point. It, oh, I mean, it just sucks to know that, Florida eventually became just a terrible team, and we would nine out of ten times this season probably win that game, but had probably our worst played game of the season down there. So they come up here next year. Hopefully, we beat them. All right, what else, Kentucky? Mark Stoops got big mad. That was funny. Big <laughs> mad. Oh, we never go big mad, do we? But yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. The face mask and the the personal uh, foul on the coach was pretty funny. Like I've I've rarely I can't I was trying to remember the last time I've seen a coach get a personal foul call. Well, I think uh, Bowling Green's coach uh, he got ejected last oh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> Peg Scott Leffler. <laughs> I'm just so glad they actually converted that fourth and twenty four after that sequence. Yes, because. The Kentucky fans that have been insufferable blaming the loss on the refs had they not. How much funnier would that have been, though? <laughs> like it, it would have been very funny, but they would have had a point. Yeah, yeah. The vibes. I would have spent the next week on cat's paws. I would have just mm, give this all to me, please. But yes, yes, it's like in sporting nature. Yes, I'm glad that they converted it. And did we, was that the only time that we blitz or rushed six and played man coverage on those four last incomplete passes? I don't, I didn't break down the film, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it like all night long, they were throwing right into the middle of coverage. Well, I mean, and, that's what teams have been doing all season because we play that zone and just uh, try to limit big plays, wear them down. I don't know. After setting, seeing the whole night of that happening and then all of a sudden after our supposedly gas defense 
gets stops, gets pressure, gets to him. Like, I wonder if the game could not have been more of a of a beat. Like, I, I feel like we could have just absolutely throttled them if we could have mustered anything on there. Yeah, it did seem like we were, I don't know, trying to play to not get in a shootout with them, but ended up getting in a shootout. Oops. So, yeah. Was, I don't know. I mean, All right, any can't... more Kentucky? Can we move on from this? Well, let's transition from that to you can't do that against Georgia. That cannot be the game plan. Georgia? It, Who's it, talking about Georgia? Sure can. Why? I mean, we have to be in a shootout with Georgia. Oh, I mean, it, we will not be in a shootout with Georgia defensively. They are going to defensively manhandle us. Yep. That's right. Saturday, 3.30, Tennessee, Georgia, number one team in the nation, coming to Neyland. Oh, man. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. I hate Georgia, but I – Right now, I'd say I'm about a 25%, maybe 30% chance that we win. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts on the game? I think it's a little high. I don't have too much confidence that we're going to win. The only thing giving me hope is that they haven't had, they haven't Georgia yet this year, and they typically do, and we're the last chance for them to do it. But this is also like the best Georgia team they've had in forever. So. I don't- I don't know if Georgia Georgia ing is happening. Um, that's what it is. That, I mean, of course, but you know, that's part of the. That's what it is. I, don't I, even, I, I understand, Caleb. But just... yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna win. But I, I think I told you guys in this group chat where I was like, I don't think we're winning. And I'm not calling for a win. But if we do win, I I kind of won't be surprised because of Georgia Georgia ing uh, and. From what I'm kind of hearing, and you guys might know more about this, but, like, is Stetson Bennett or is JT Daniels? And there's, like, a kind of split on who wants who to play. So a little bit of quarterback controversy is always good for us. Um, well, I think Kirby said he's <laughs> sticking with Stetson, so. Well, until he doesn't do good for the, you know, first yeah. quarter or two. I mean – I don't know. I, I, I'm not calling a win. I'm not going to climb the win mountain, but I do think we're going to score more points on them than anybody this season. I, I still think we're going to get 24, 31 points, something like that. Man, that'd be great. I um, mean, Stetson Bennett is big lots Jake Fromm. Herbie has an, an addiction to a quarterback that will just gently manage things, let the talent overwhelm, let the defense overwhelm. Very Saban-esque. Uh, I mean, is JT Daniels even good? Like, I haven't I, – I don't know. How, how much has he played? What has he done? I mean, kind of want him to play. He got hurt pretty early, but – I mean, if he does come in because Stetson, you know, has turned it over a couple times, done something, I think that would be interesting uh, to see, you know, how he does respond to that situation because based on our past, like – Hey, this is yours, buddy. Take center stage and you know win your job back. But you know this is a new team, new coaching staff. So I wonder if we would be able to you know buckle both of them down. But with our defense, yeah, man, our defense has played aside from a couple of games, played really well all season. Aside from teams that are good, played pretty well. Do we think Georgia is at all scared of the turf at Shields Watkins Field? <laughs> well, why would they be scared? Well, they have criticized it in the past for its subpar quality. It is. Uh, I mean, three of us have have uh, performed on the field. I, I think that, man, that stuff. Like, I could understand, okay, yeah, you can play football in it, but just marching on it, God, that was annoying. At least in my it, opinion. I thought it felt fine, Matt. What? I thought it felt fine, too. Nick Chubb disagrees. Jeez. Nick oh, Chubb oh. just hit. Well, remember, they, the Georgia fans, in in all fairness, were absolutely right about the Butch Jones era Shields Watkins field. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, God. 
<laughs> we have to keep it green all year for the recruits. <laughs> but I don't know if you remember or not, and I don't know if I brought this up before, but the last home game, I thought the field looked kind of rough. Like the paint looked bad. I could start, I was seeing some breakup in, in the, I mean, it was warm still, but it did not look as lush as it had in the last few years. Like it maintained its, it maintained pretty good integrity throughout the season. But so I'm like, based off what I saw, now that you bring that up, I bet that. <laughs> so when was looked, the last home game? Ole Miss? Yeah. Okay. It didn't look good. I when I went, I didn't it, notice. I didn't notice it looking amazing or bad. I mean, compared to the pit game or the opener, like I, go back and have a look. I was I was just kind of eyeballing it on the replay. It's hard to see from the upper deck, but yeah, on the replay, I thought it looked a little rough. But then again, I think the paint job has looked a bit rough in the last few years. Okay, doesn't, look as, doesn't pop as much as it used to. There's no VOLS on the stadium. There's no Golden's Mustard. Just win. Just win. No. Just These win. are all part of the same virus. I will pay $30 for any alcoholic beverage in your new bar as long as we beat more ranked teams. Mm-hmm. Ranked higher than 18. So. And then once we do that, go back to you get rid of all that stuff, bring back all the good stuff. But that's just my opinion. All right, who else? Caleb, who hasn't given their opinion on this Georgia game? Chris, you're the you're the retired mountain climber. How are you doing? Well, Kyle said he's not even climbing the winning mountain. No, there's no mountain to climb. If okay. like I have to counter Kyle, if I would be surprised if we won. <laughs> I don't know how you would not be surprised if we won. Well, I mean, even me, like I would be surprised if we won. But is there any like percent chance you think we can win or you just think i'd say it's probably something like 15 i'd say if we play georgia a hundred times we win 10 15 of them yeah i'm when i say i'm not surprised i'm not saying like oh my god like how in the world did that just happen like i i know how it happened we have an insane offense that at any moment, at any at, on any Saturday, our offense can beat anybody. Now, if we can also lose to anybody because of our offense too. But I don't yeah, I mean, we. I mean, I just think the way the way that Heupel's offensive scheme, just the scheme and stuff, is just like on. A, if we're clicking, we can beat anybody. So we, we're not going to click right now with these kind of players against good teams um yeah i'm not saying that i'm not saying yeah i'm saying if we play this game a hundred times you know we might win five or six of them you know so yeah like i feel awful that i was more optimistic okay if we play georgia a hundred times we win one of them vegas thinks we have we win like 10 or 11 they give us a 10 or 11 percent chance hmm well, those sinners out there don't know anything about Vol football. I say we win 100 out of 100 against the dogs because screw them. That's why. I will say my uh, my Georgia f- uh, fan buddy says that, like, he's really scared of our offense. He said he's not really been really nervous of all in any game this season, but our offense scares him. Shout out to your Georgia buddy, but he says this every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, he's used to Georgia-ing. You know, and they're expecting it. You know? uh, do, is that still like a neuroses in the in the? I don't know anything about the Georgia fan base. Are they still thinking about? Terrible they still people. Mark Richt is their coach. I mean, I they've think not until done they well, yeah, because long. Kirby Kirby's choked enough himself. Yeah, I mean, Kirby's not done enough to change their minds. What is the last notable incident of Georgia Inc.? Uh, one of those SEC championship games where they had a terrible fake punt. Yeah. Lose all week. Don't know why it didn't work. They lose to like LSU or someone inexplicable. They lost to South Carolina 
was that last year or the year before? As there, there, was fa- there were fans in the stands, so it was uh, 19. I don't remember how good Georgia was in those years. I remember 17 or was I mean, it after, seven? After Kirby's first year, like they've been, you know, a solid 10 win a year team, I think. Yeah. I mean, they've all they've always been like top five or six, you know, since they got it rolling there. Yeah. yeah. Can't get over that Georgia hump. But we're here and to comfort you. Choked That's in the why. title game too, right? Against Bama. Yes. I don't remember how though. Was that the game? I always forget. It's when Tua came in at halftime and won it. Yes. Smith. Yeah. Georgia had the lead, and then Tua came in and beat them. They did the, the, the Alabama thing. How? It, it feels like this is going to be that year. How are what? we going to take the Georgia getting over the hump? Poorly. They're not. If not, uh, they'll, get beat. they'll get beat. Yeah, I f- like Georgia winning the national championship. I'm as confident that they're not going to win as much as I was about Kentucky not beating us. Like, they're just not going to win. Well, do you have a team that you think that will end up winning? Alabama. I don't know, but I just know it's not Georgia. I'll take the field. I, I mean, if I were going to defend your argument, Kyle, I would. I mean, they don't have a great quarterback, and it's at any given moment that could bite you. They have good quarterbacks, but they don't have a great quarterback. Okay, to 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 piggyback, is their defense as good as it seems? Well, they're now number two in total defense behind Wisconsin, so no. Okay. I'm sorry. But, like, Clemson is not the win that it was – like, they've ridden a high from Clemson, and, yeah, they've just steamrolled people, but – They haven't played anybody, if you're honest. They played Clemson. What do you mean? They got, like, full-on existential crisis meltdown Florida. They got – Auburn with bad bow. They got what? Kentucky at Vandy. Arkansas, Auburn. So yeah, Clemson, UAB, South Carolina, all home games except that neutral site Clemson at Vanderbilt versus Arkansas at Auburn uh, versus Kentucky versus Florida versus Missouri. What? Do you do that to piss me off, Matt? <laughs> it's just a quick way of saying versus. versus. It's... I pronounce the, uh, the... What's it called when you make a word shorter? and Abbreviation? Yeah, abbreviation. I'm pronouncing abbreviation. Abbrevi- abbrevi- yes, it's like knives down my spine. I did see... Verse, uh, sorry. Who you verse today? Um, <laughs> they ran for 121 yards, so that's pretty good. Right? Wait, they Missouri did against Georgia, yeah, average 3.5 yards a rush. Oh, I mean, they, they didn't have Basilak in, they had that bacon or brown or whatever guy, uh, Cook. Cook, okay, <laughs> <laughs> Brady Cook and Tyler Macon. Is it Bacon? Thank you. <laughs> Brady Cook was 14 of 19. Tyler Macon was 6 of 13. So we can what see was why. Bacon's rushing yards? Uh, 42. There you go, Herndon. Herndon can Cook find. 32, so. Okay. So 72, 74 yards rushing for Herndon yeah. is our target. No, it's got to be more. 200. They just haven't played anybody good. I'm not going to take that back. I mean, Auburn is pretty good. Okay. Auburn is – what was the score in the Auburn game, Matt? Gosh darn it, man. Uh, See, this feels more like natural talk. Uh, 38 to... – um, Take your time. Um, well, y'all could talk. 34 to 10. 34 to 10. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> okay, maybe they are as good as they. Leading rusher was Cartavius Bigsby, 10 carries, 28 yards, and a touchdown. 
That would be Tank Bigsby. Yes. Oh, it says Cartavius. It's Google, so. God, that is the most Auburn name for a player. They are always named something like that. Anyway. <laughs> well, if those players for... named that, shows them over Tennessee nine times out of ten. So. Oh, our, our guys are named Cedric Tillman. <laughs> Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer. All-time ball great. Got his first NFL touchdown, I think, last week. Oh, it was week before. Yeah. It was in garbage time, but good job. I take it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, is Evans going to be back? What's up with Evans? I don't know. Who knows? If he's back, he probably plays four snaps and gets hurt again. Well, I mean, at this point, what, he's had three weeks to recover? Yeah, Heupel, four. in his uh, press conference Monday, Heifel said he expects the, uh, everybody to be back and ready for a Saturday. That's what he said last week. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you, but usually he says, like, yeah, we'll, we'll, it's week to you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's day to day, and we'll know more as the week goes on. But he was like, yeah, they should be fine to play Saturday. Guys, real excited to get everybody back. Ty, <laughs> he never names names. I love the way that he talks in the press conferences. <laughs> I love how like disarming, like it's it is pure coach speak, but something about it is yeah. not a thing and just <laughs> disarming. Just real excited. Just can I rant know. about this press conference setup real quick? Why yes. are we putting two stupid Coke bottles on either side of the freaking podium? Like, what are we doing? Can we get a backdrop that has a little Coke logo on? You know how stupid that looks to have two little Coca-Cola bottles just on either side of the coach? And he can't drink either one. God, what are we doing? We're excited about this Coca-Cola here, this Coca-Cola here. Excited about our team. Real Is Josh Heupel a Coke or Pepsi guy? What do you think? He's from Oklahoma. No, he's from North Dakota. Yeah, one of the Dakotas, so he's probably some Canadian soda we've never even heard of. I'd say like some some ginger ale or... Or Verner's? It's like that's like a Michigan thing, right? Or is that a northern thing? I you ever heard of Verner's cream? Is it cream soda? Ginger ale or cream soda? Well, there's Verner's ginger ale I've had before, and it's awful. I've heard is that Virgil's, but never Verner's? What's Virgil's? I don't know. It's a soda place For, company. Is it here or there? I, yeah, you can find it places. Thank Josh Heifel. Like. Okay. No, I don't know. He seems. You, you rather Virgil's be on the stand instead of Coca Cola? No, I'd rather not have anything on the stand. Like, what do we? Just get a sign and put it up. But we have to rep. Who who is normally behind him now? Is it Dish Network or? I don't know. I saw a pretty good uh, first. Uh, sorry, first Horizons commercial with Heifel. It was like walking to the bank and. I was like, oh, okay, that's my coach. <laughs> they got First Horizons in New York, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I was soon. about to say, I've, I've not seen that commercial <laughs> up here yet. So. <laughs> it's coming your way, don't worry. Um, actually, on a little bit of a... Well, you want to get a score prediction for the game and move past Georgia? Or, yes. Okay. Please. Let me uh, actually write this down. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Somebody go first. <laughs> well, hello there. My name's Kirby Smart. I'll go Thank first. Beat... Okay, Caleb. Thirty-eight to twenty-one, Georgia. Oh my God! You negaval. Next. Chris Side. I'm gonna type his name. Go ahead and give your score, Matt. I don't know, Kyle. Okay, um, 42-28, Georgia. Oh, what an ugly score. 45-20, Georgia. Jesus, guys. Ugga, ugga, ugga. I did enjoy all the Braves dudes being at the Georgia game, and they're all taking pictures around Ugga's doghouse, and he is just retreated 
all the way to the back. That's that's an Instagram post for this week. <laughs> One of you Insta, Insta boys. Apple what, music what do you call Instagram people? In, Instas, grammars? What, what are y'all? <laughs> the fools. Well, your word's not mine, but... <gasps> I'm gonna say... James is so upset. <laughs> Sorry. 45-41. Say it with me, Tennessee. Matt, you dog. No, they're the dogs. We're going to win. They are. <laughs> Tennessee pulls the upset Saturday by four points in a high-scoring affair. 45-41. to 41. 45 oh, to 40. gosh. Okay. Do I, I want to ask you to game it out, but it would be boring to talk about. I just think our offense hits big plays. I mean, Jordan He's, grinds it out. You know, they run the ball. Like, they just can't handle our speed getting back as quickly as they, as they have to. And necessarily like the cool thing about I'll, I'll grant you the cool thing about his offense like, like we saw against Alabama doesn't matter if you have a three-star wide receiver against a five-star corner if the corner's back is to you when you snap the ball right they scheme out they are out of position and it it, it opens up for scores and uh, now Javante Payton can have three touchdowns in the first three series and not have another target the rest of the game you see where the uh, only SEC team with five wide receivers with five or three wide receivers with five touchdowns? Wow. No. Okay. Well. Wow. We're a reaction channel now. Past. Um, <laughs> no, this is a, this is going to be an ASMR show before too much longer. <laughs> All right. So, any more Georgia talk? No. I don't want to get my hopes up anymore. I can't deal with it. I don't know how you could possibly get your hopes up. Because we've got a coach, finally. Okay, I will grant you that. I, I, I've, I'll wait to the end of the year, but feelings are trending way, way up. Okay. I feel stupid the way, having reacted the way that I did um, the night he was hired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. But... Um... Regrettably, we have a record keeper for everything that we say now. Chris, it's like X and tapes. What is that in your background? Is that is that a basketball or is that the sun? Oh, that's the sun. But yesterday, vault <laughs> hoops season. Oh, don't shake your head. What's Kicked that? off. You're the basketball guy. Spring in the basketball okay. e uh, expert, Kyle. What do you think about the Vols' opening uh, win against who we play? UT Martin. Yeah, they, they did exactly what they're supposed to do. They beat them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a warm even. It was a warm up game. So, well, it was close there for a while. So, Caleb, you're a big hoops fan. Okay, so it seems like we're gonna shoot a lot more threes this year than we did last year. It we seems like, like our defense yesterday. is going to be considerably worse than last year's team. Um. So I'll be interested to see if we develop competent low post play at some point during the season. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I was super optimistic about the season before we played any games. I'm still pretty optimistic, but I have my, I don't know, hesitations. I, mean, I think just Kennedy Chandler's play alone has to give you hope that he can go out yeah. and win us some games. That guy but, is probably the best basketball player we've brought here. I just want to say, like, yeah, you can't really judge him against UT Martin, but against UT Martin, we had zero post play. You know, like, that no post presence during, like, big games is going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. It seems like college post players are just soft anymore. Like, gone are the days of your... Glenn, big baby Jacobs, you know, now you get these seven foot, 145 pound, uh, five star athletes that 
yeah. are millionaires by the time we turn 14, it seems. But I don't know. I I mean, it'll be exciting. <coughs> you okay? Caleb's sick yeah. this week, everybody. Send your well thoughts to oh, Twitter good. and Instagram um, links. I mean, I, the season may turn on how good Huntley Hatfield is. Like, he looks pretty talented and skilled, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. Well, I know when he hit that three, if you look at Barnes on the bench, he's got his uh, hand in his face looking down. So maybe you were right about uh, Barnes not not really uh, being too high on the guy. But why would you recruit him? Oh, he's good. The, 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 the assistants recruit players, and then they get him to sign, and he comes and meets Rick for the first time, and Rick is like a – a father in the 1920s who then decides if he likes his son or not and either handles him or gives him over to the nannies. Like he comes here and he just doesn't like a guy. And then that guy is toast forever. It's very peculiar. Yeah. I didn't watch the game. I was studying. Are we bad defensively? I think I mean, through the close. first part, it looked like it. But. We weren't great. Yeah. And plus, we got like two freshman point guards, you know, uh, with uh, Chandler and Ziegler. So, freshman point guards are usually bad at defense. Isn't our open? We don't have pawns. I think that's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which Rick said that. We don't have him here anymore to bell us out and some of these breakdowns, so... What are you going to say, Chris? Aren't our all openers always kind of like if it's what we do well, we do okay, but not as well as we wanted to do. And the things that we don't do well, they're pretty bad. But over the course of the season, things tighten up pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, I think it's not fair to say this is how we're going to be all season, but um, I mean, at least we pulled away there in the second half and started hitting some of those threes because I know, especially Vescovi, he was pretty cold there for a while. Um, Bailey, Go. he continues to be a little cold after that exhibition game as well. So hopefully these guys can get going. But man, Kennedy Chandler, oh my gosh! I oh didn't. Oh my gosh! Did I'm I'm most curious about Justin Powell. Oh, that's a good point. That guy has a sweet stroke. He's like a better Skylar McBee, in my opinion. How much did he play? Play a lot. A good, a good bit. Yeah. Not a starter, though, right? No. He should be, probably. Yeah, it, no, might. Maybe, no. it was he, Chandler, like, Vescovi, uh, Euros. Did he switch out for Vescovi? Or who? What spot did he play? No, Vescovi and him were on the floor a lot uh, together. Oh, um, really? Did we run a small set? He was most like maybe uh, Josiah James and him. I, can't remember. I don't know. I'll send you. A, we ran 26 different lineups, Chris. And didn't you play any lineup for more than like five minutes? We didn't. We were all over the place. Rick yeah. was experimenting. Um, Ricky from Hickory. So Pal had, looks like, the six most minutes. Uh, he had 20 along with uh, Hatfield. R.I.P. Uh, followed by Victor Bailey with 17, Ziegler with 13, Mashak with 7, and Quentin DeBunji or something with 4. But yeah, 17 to 40 from downtown. Good Lord. I will so, say, I need to see us play like five well, or six games before I have an opinion on them. Well, wait till we get to Madison Square Garden on December 7th. I'll be there. Throwback to last week, but mm-hmm. well, Heck yeah. Lady Vols open their season night. Got a big yep. All <laughs> right, let's talk Lady Vols soccer. Yes. 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 champions. Who watched the uh, championship game? I watched most of it. So did I, I. I didn't get to catch any of it, but I was following it, and man, that's exciting. I mean, to beat the number one team, uh, three to nothing. Like, phew, that's a big uh, win. 
I thought it was hilarious when we were up three three to nothing, and there's about five minutes left, and this the announcer is like, you know, you just can't count out Arkansas, even yet, even right now, that you just can't count out this talent, and their coach was literally just sitting on the chair, like the camera kept going back to him, and just, I don't know. <laughs> They played rough. They played tough. We got some, they, we got some killers on this team. It would they they play pretty. I mean, soccer is admittedly not like one of my favorite sports, but they they made it fun. I don't know. Me and Caleb were having a bunch of fun in the chat watching that uh, Ole Miss semifinal game. That was, oh man, that was great stuff. We won on an own goal. <laughs> Rebel defender like 20 miles away. an hour yeah. <laughs> took away our star players uh, hat trick there yeah uh, that was sad to see but uh yeah God. and that that wind in that semifinal game was insane like when you would see a ball just like go up and then just stop like that was something else so luckily we pulled it out though and ended up winning the sec so shout out to lady vol soccer shout out to brian penske like shout out to basilio for really setting up the penske and he is a good coach he's doing things here he's women's soccer tony v with no hair he's italian isn't he no he's not you can't be he looks (laughs) to me he's a truck rental chris come on you know (laughs) um penske (laughs) no Okay. So nobody's asked me about my background, even though. Okay, the Oval Office. Yeah, Matt, you went to Nixon White House, were you? No. That's right. Yes, again. You're at the. Okay, let's let's do our context clues. I'm seeing a like Reagan era looking globe. Okay, there's the USS Constitution model. Shout out to our podcast listeners who can't see anything. Yes, we will describe this for you. Like, definitely an '80s looking phone. I'm gonna go Reagan. We're over an hour. No one else is listening. You're right. This is why we can have We're fun at with 52 minutes. People are still tuned in. Come on, it's not Reagan, Kyle. Who is it? You know, uh, Jimmy Carter. I told you, you know. That's right, folks. The president in 1980, Jimmy Carter. I figured it's oh, Georgia okay. week. We'll give the Georgia fans something to give them comfort, give them their native son's Oval Office decor, and remind them of the 41, 42 years ago that they won the national championship. You know, I didn't realize this, but that Wait. was a fluke. Have you all ever looked at this? The way we used to decide like the national championship game back in the day was absolutely ridiculous. You know who Georgia beat for the national title that year? Y'all should know this. Come on. This well, it, was for the, it was probably just in the Sugar Bowl or something, right? Yeah, it was in the Sugar Bowl. Number seven, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. You know what day they beat him on? January 1st. 1981. You know who the president was? Jimmy Carter. <laughs> right? Damn it, you're right. Yeah, okay. thank you. <laughs> or like... I mean, just what a number four, Oklahoma versus number two, Florida State, number five, Michigan versus number 16, Washington, Washington. I love it. We need to go back to that. Number three, Pittsburgh versus number 18, South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. Oh, that's mm. you know, man. Pittsburgh had a season that year. Let, let me uh, find this here real quick. Jackie Sheriff. They had like yeah. major award winners. They had where is it? Oh, because Johnny built such a nice program. Three about first five, round picks. Was it Dan Marie? Who was on it? Tony Dorsett. So they had seven picks in the first three rounds. Uh, Eleven in the first five, and then their quarterback Rick Trocano was taken in the eleventh round. Hmm. Uh, but I mean Mark May. Yeah, he was on there. Never heard any of these other guys. Yeah, I'll mark my mark my. But they had Hugh Green, who was a defensive end, um, and Ooh. he 
He won the Walter Camp, the Lombardi, and the Maxwell Award that year, and Mark May won the Atlin Trophy. And they kept him out of the national championship game for a 9-1 and one Notre Dame team. Can we have a recurring bit on this show where we spend a minute talking about the history of pit football? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> any random team. <laughs> I don't know why, but I enjoyed that. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me mad seeing that Pittsburgh had to play like South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. Well, things uh, were not concentrated at the top in those days. You know who uh, won the Heisman that year? 1980? Yeah. That's my answer. Walker, Walker. I don't know. No, it was George Rogers running back from South Carolina. <laughs> uh, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. The first time I went to South Carolina and I saw that there, I thought it was a lie. <laughs> I see it on the side of the stadium. I'm nope. I don't written no. Yeah, their closest game that year though was a uh, Tennessee law or Tennessee win in Neyland. I think they won by one, like sixteen to fifteen or something. That would be the Bill Bates game. Yep, where they put Herschel in because. OC didn't want to start him and My oh, God. Oh, Ben Stooley or whatever his name is. Oh, I'm putting Herschel in. My God, a freshman. <laughs> Exciting football. All right, what else we got this week? Congrats to the Ribbons, new ace pitcher. Yep, signing day for a lot of the other sports. I'll roll your eyes. Soccer, <laughs> softball. I hear our volleyball team is playing well. Jesus, this yeah. is my. This is you guys are taking my gripe for the week. What that other sports? Kyle are- does not like the non-ref sports. At right. like, at like, what point do we just stop caring about other sports? I'm about to talk about how good our tennis team did this week. All right, guys, that's my gripe for the week is uh, continuing <laughs> to talk about stuff that no one really cares about. All right, oh, that's my it? Hang on, let me find it. <laughs> yeah, the ambivalent right. No, yeah. no one cares, but other people are talking about it. Kyle, what's your second fa- or third favorite sport behind football and basketball? Um, I really enjoy collegiate wrestling. No, I'm, I guess you would say baseball, but I mean, I still don't even really care. But like, I I'm happy if they win, but if they lose, I'm I don't care. Like, it doesn't. That's how I kind of gauge it. Like, if I get upset, then I care. So I don't care if we lose baseball. What do you get upset about? Football, basketball, basketball and football. That's it. But like Tennessee baseball, good if they win. I don't care if they lose. Wow, we'll try real hard to get you into the stadium this year. Yeah, if I'm down there. If you're down there. Yeah. I'll find a series and give you some uh, good travel advice there. All right, any other thoughts before we get to our weekly gripe? No, okay. Kyle's ready to get out of here, so let's get it over with. Who wants to go first? I think Kyle already went. What did he gripe about? I missed it. I'm sorry. Kyle. I didn't, I wasn't I listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that was, it was kind of a fake gripe. Just like... Talking oh. about soccer and oh. ladies, whatever else we're playing. Like we're talking about a softball recruit, whatever. That's my gripe. This podcast stands <sighs> for women's sports and women announcers, and women in all facets of life. Go Absolutely. do what you want to do, as long as it's not illegal or immoral. Okay, I mean, do legally, do I have to say that? To... Is this, this, we'll ask HR at the end of the show. We have HR? Yeah, she's in the other room. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> who's next? I don't have to. Chris, go ahead and talk about your pants. <laughs> Answer well, fine. Well, not wearing any tonight. Oh, your pants are fine. You found some, or? I gave up. 
I've, I've just given up. It's 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 a That's it's a volunteer way, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Kev, do you have a gripe? I'm, I'm trying to muster one. I mean, my my gripe is like I just feel like there are so many more people everywhere these days. I go, yeah. it's just it everything nice? is so overcrowded. I don't understand what. Why are there? I mean, uh, obviously there are more people today than there used to be, but like. <laughs> I didn't realize there were that many more people everywhere. Breaking news, Caleb Tyndall impliedly rooting for COVID. No, I just <laughs> want more places for people to be. What is your all. solution to there being too many people, Caleb? Just build more places for them to go so there are not so many people in the places I am at. Like Disperse sky- them. Skyscrapers, perhaps. Maybe, or like we could build up like Tullahoma and make lots of stuff there, move some people. I don't know. I just. Lake City has tried real hard. They've tried so hard to become. We can can fill in the Grand Canyon and put some apartments there. Please. Yes. The Grand Canyon is one of the more overrated natural wonders. We'll leave that to a future drive. Big pothole. The Grand Canyon's overrated. Okay. I hope we get some pings from Arizona this week. What? I mean, they'll probably agree with that stupid tourist trap. I got a hole bigger in my backyard. Okay. While we're on I'm there. I'm sure they talk, about like, talk like that in Arizona. but Is that? I don't know. I've seen some videos. Didn't they get a win this week, Arizona? Did they finally win a game? Okay, I don't know. I must have fell asleep for that Pac-12 after dark game. Man, I love those Pac-12 games at night. You're laying Matt, down. you just said that you don't care about other teams. I don't care about like, the teams, but uh, hell, I can fall asleep to your crappy Pac-12 offense performance. Like, what was that? There was a game the other day that I looked at the stats, and like, in a four-quarter game, Neither team went over 300 yards of offense. And now I'm just like, oh, man. I long for those days of football and nothing happens. And it mm-hmm. all depends on who tackles the best and gets sacks. Uh, my gripe this week is, um, I don't know. Somebody trigger me again. We throws these days, eh? No, you did that last week. Didn't work. Oh, I actually almost did have a wreck the other day. And it wasn't my fault. Uh, there's this one in- intersection uh, past Wisegarber. You know the over like bypass where you go to get off of Wisegarber and go up under that bridge, come out of Waffle House. Well, some yes. jerk decide he's gonna. Oh, I'm gonna get over two lanes and go straight. You know, on to West Hills without signaling or even looking to my left to see this car beside me. So I ended up having to slam on my brakes and swerve to miss this fool. And oh, it was not exciting, but. We are blessed and thankful for your continued health and good luck. Well, I mean, I kind of wish I would have got a little money out of it so I could buy some coins, but that's my gripe this week. <laughs> Is that the U.S. Mint? <laughs> Y'all need to get your crap together, okay? Jesus. Cancellations. I mean, just uh, quality issues. Like, come on, okay? People collect your stuff because it's beautiful and because it makes them feel good. And when you, uh, I'm just over it, okay? Can you what? name one specific quality issue? Okay, well, the 2021 uh, Silver Morgan dollars that they're bringing back then basically just said, oh, sorry, we sold them all to QVC. Have fun paying $1,500 twice for a set of whatever. You get it on a payment plan, man. No. You know how many years that would take to pay off? <laughs> Four easy payments. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, not for that coin, but. Um, take care of your coins, folks. Don't hold them by the obverse or the reverse. That's the heads or the tails. Um, keep your filthy paws off of them. If you have any W's, send them to P.O. Box, whatever. We're going to have one here soon. Are we? 
I don't know. <laughs> the good old Rocky pod box. Well, make Kyle set it up so he fills his uh, apartment up with boxes of random stuff. Oh, that oh. would be... Kyle, oh, you don't want rare coins sent to you? Uh, I mean, I will take them and use them for the laundromat. Kyle, have you used the coins I got you for the laundromat yet? It's your lucky quarter. Don't uh, put it in your pocket. I actually left it sitting on Caleb's uh, back patio table there. So, <laughs> oh, right. Final thoughts, Kyle? Uh, well, you did it last week, episode. Caleb. Uh, shout out to anyone who made it to the end. <laughs>